I'm Abena Thomas, a public health specialist, and I'm the host of In Progress, a New World Vision Canada podcast. It's a show that connects people's stories of development from around the world with stories rooted here in Canada. We're here at Women Deliver, the largest global conference on gender equality. I'm here with Josiane Konate, an entrepreneur, young mom, and ambassador. Josiane, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yes. So hi, everyone. I'm very excited to be at Women Deliver. So my name is Josiane and I'm from, I'm originally from Burkina Faso. I've been living in Canada for more than 16 years. So I'm now I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a content creator. I'm also a business owner. Um, and yeah, so... <laughs> no, 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 well, no, no, absolutely. That's well, fine. Well, do I... <laughs> so as a business owner, yeah. w- what is your business? Can you talk a little bit about that? Okay. So I actually own an online shop where we sell um, handmade goods, handmade um, uh, articles like um, baskets, fans. Everything is made back in West Africa, so in two countries. Uh, my country, Burkina Faso, and my husband's country, Senegal. So these are um, products that are handmade by local artisans. So my main goal with this online shop was just to uh, kind of um, show off what our people can do mm-hmm. uh, back here in Canada and actually all around the world. So these are really um, uh, important partnerships that we really care for. Well, that's, I mean, that's fantastic. It seems like you're, you're using your, your company to mm-hmm. actually amplify the voices of women in Senegal and yeah. Burkina Faso, yeah. which really ties into the whole premise of Women Deliver mm-hmm. in terms of um, empowering women and yeah. amplifying those voices and giving opportunity for women. Um, so as a person who's not necessarily in that technical development space, yeah. um, what was it like being at Women Deliver? Mm-hmm. Um, what was your experience like? It was, I would say, it was a really powerful experience. Mm-hmm. I think the word would be powerful because um, the first two days, I mean, I've been to sessions where I was literally crying, mm-hmm. hearing about it, the experiences uh, some women went through and all the challenges uh, women and children um, face all around the world. So... I think I came out uh, from Women Deliver with just being motivated to do as much as I, as I can to stand for women's rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it was brought up a lot of time that anyone can make a change, can be a change. So I can be a change back in Montreal, in mm-hmm. my community. I can do more if I, if I push through, if I want to, and reach more people and like have more people um, invested in those important um, matters, actually. So it was a really powerful experience, and I'm very, very thankful to, come, to, to have been able to come here with World Vision Canada. Fantastic. So just to go back into your history a little bit, mm-hmm. you grew up in Burkina Faso, yeah. um, a country which still has a long way to go in terms of dealing or addressing mm-hmm. um, gender equality. Mm-hmm. And then you moved to Montreal and in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does some of the things that 
um, you heard at Women Deliver tie into your own experience of being mm-hmm. in Burkina Faso as well as living in Montreal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would first of all say that I was really fortunate enough to grow up with uh, parents that were like super open-minded and, you know, we have, I have a, um, a big sister and a little brother and we were treated as equal always. And we all went to school. They invested in our education because they, they, my, my mom was always saying, you, um, like, especially for a woman, it is important for you to be independent. Uh, don't count on the man to, to have money, to, to do whatever you want uh, in the world. So she was really ins- insisting in the fact that education was the key for, for us to, mm-hmm. to just be independent. And, and yeah, I, you know, in my neighborhood, um, I would see uh, mothers not being able to feed their children and um, children who did not have the, I mean, the parents did not have the financial uh, capacity to send them to school or send them overboard for like higher degrees. So um, listening to all the stories and all the sessions at Women Deliver kind of like brought up all my memories. And um, I would say that um, it is always so important to take into account early um, like girls, girls bride. Mm -hmm. Um, So girls not getting the chance to go to school. Uh, The parents would prefer to send uh, the boys because they would say, okay, boys, they're more like strong. They Mm. bring back the money uh, to the family and the girls, they just can stay home and do the chores. Mm. That's it. Or like, you know, uh, female genital uh, mutilations. So um, one of the sessions I've been to, was talking about the fact that it's always, always so important to take into consideration local realities, beliefs, Mm -hmm. and kind of um, try to explain in the, like, based on the realities, how this can actually affect them um, in a more negative way. Mm -hmm. You know, there was like, uh, I think a doctor was talking about the fact that um, he was talking about family planning, Mm -hmm. and he was... Um, talking about that they had to explain to the to the men to the fathers that you know having having a children yes it's a good thing uh, but if you don't have the capacity the financial capacity to take care of them of to 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 be able to provide them with um like health health care mm-hmm. or just send them to school at the end of the day it's going to impact you in a negative way mm-hmm. so i think it's always kind of um speaking the local language. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, one of the things that... I, I, I totally hear mm-hmm. um, what you're saying there in terms of the, the live realities and the, the current state of yeah. norms or beliefs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there needs to be investment and dialogue mm-hmm. in, in talking about those issues yeah. and being able to um, identify the the negative components mm-hmm. um, and the the positive belief yeah. systems and have dialogue as a community. Exactly so, I, I totally understand and understand what you're what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we talked a little bit about your parents and your mom. Mm-hmm. And so I know that your mom was a midwife. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So she was really active in mm-hmm. in health um, yeah. in Burkina Faso. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what were your impressions of the work that she did? I thought she was a hero. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's, she would, yeah. She would help, like, uh, women give birth. Mm. Um, she, you know, she would talk about, um, like, family planning. And I know it was, like, really part of their programs, you know, after giving, after um, helping women give birth, they would talk about family planning mm. and contraceptives mm. and how you can kind of try to, as a woman, try to take control of your body and mm-hmm. how many children you, you want to have and also have the dialogue with your husband. Um, so, um, you know, that, that's one of the things I always say. I'm, I was really lucky because, because she was in the healthcare system uh, when, let's say, when I had my period. Mm-hmm. So she was there to explain, like, what's, what can happen. Like, right. you know, talk about... Um, like sexuality, mm-hmm. you know how like you 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 could you could uh, get pregnant mm-hmm. if you don't like mm-hmm. um, just like she would let me choose how mm-hmm. I wanted to live, mm-hmm. but she would always give me like advice and you know let me know you know it's your it's your body, mm-hmm. um, so this this is what happened. Mm-hmm. So you know think about it and make your decision because you like you mm-hmm. know you. So she's providing you with the right tools to yes. make an informed choice for, exactly. for yourself around exactly. around your own health. That yeah. that's that's really really cool to have that mm-hmm. influence and have yeah. that hero in your life, as exactly. as you rightfully put it. Mm-hmm. So there were some really pinnacle moments throughout the conference, and mm-hmm. and one was the announcement about an additional one point four billion dollars. Um, starting in 2023 for 10 years mm-hmm. for issues of of health and women's rights mm-hmm. and um what does it feel like to be a part of that mm-hmm. and to be in the midst of such a commitment by the Canadian government well uh, um um i have to say that i'm super super happy to have uh, the dual citizenship mm-hmm. because i now can say that i'm i'm a citizen of uh, <laughs> of a country who um, who is putting forward and um, uh, investing in women's and ch- and children's health mm-hmm. all around the world. So uh, when the announcement came out, I, I was super, super excited. Mm-hmm. And I think that for everyone at Women Deliver, it was kind of um, a sign and um, it was a strong message that the work that I'm doing is actually uh being seen and the demands are being heard um so i'm just like very very proud and i think that canada is becoming a leader and should be an example uh for the other countries to kind of um take the same route Mm -hmm. yeah excellent so what is your biggest take home from the conference what Mm. what are some of the things that you're that are stuck in your mind that you're really going to take home so like like I mentioned at the beginning, I think one of the things is that everyone, each one of us can make a difference. Each one of us can um, kind of join um, this movement into, um, into being an advocate for sexual and reproductive health 
rights mm -hmm. uh, for women and girls all over the world. We can take actions like in our communities and just be an agent of change. Mm -hmm. And uh, the second, I would say that the second thing was um, the emphasizes on how men can be allies. Mm -hmm. I think we, we have to just um, kind of insist on that mm -hmm. uh, because yes, women have power. We, we can do things ourselves, mm -hmm. uh, like all, about, all by ourselves. But um, as I was um, talking about um, some places in the world where like the man, the man is considered like uh, more important than, than the woman. Um, and they were talking about like programs like uh, involving men and actually educating them and explaining them uh, like all about uh, women's rights. Mm -hmm. And those men would become champions. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think those two things were like really impacted me. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So um, I hear you on that in terms mm -hmm. of and in, in we are all we all have a voice and we all can be actors in change. And mm -hmm. I think from the story of your mom, she was a, mm -hmm. a change agent yes. and definitely passed that on mm -hmm. to you as clearly seen. Right. Um, <laughs> and then the, the, the need to involve men mm -hmm. in the conversation, the mm -hmm. need to um, include them in defining new norms exactly. around gender and equality right. and um, working together because at the end of the day, this is community and we exist in community. Mm -hmm. So we have to have multiple voices at, exactly. at the table. Yeah. So throughout the conference, um, it the, the main theme was um, power of. And so mm -hmm. there was a constant challenge thrown out to, to the participants in the conference as to how will you use your power? So mm -hmm. What better way to end the, the <laughs> interview than asking you that? Um, how are you going to use your power going forward? Mm -hmm. I think that, um, especially for me, with the platform that I have on social media, I will use my power to um, actually talk a little bit more about that because I feel like I can do more. I can be involved more about all these um all these issues that affect like women and girls and we know that it is so so important because um it's not only a matter of like women and girls it's about like everyone mm -hmm. including uh the boys the mm -hmm. young boys and the men as well so i think i would i would use my uh, my platform and my my influence if you want um to actually be a voice for the people that can, not that they don't have a voice, but maybe just be able to amplify mm -hmm. their voices and give them um, like a bigger platform mm -hmm. to uh, to talk about the issues, to uh, to find like solutions to be kind of like to be uh, able to change lives. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I look forward to hearing and seeing all the things that you're going to do with you your power. You hold me accountable. Ah, I think, and you, same here, right? Um, so we, we hold each other accountable and yeah. we, we join our voices together and exactly. that's what makes the sound louder, right? Yes. Excellent. So thank you so much, Josiane. It was a pleasure having you. In Progress is a podcast by World Vision Canada, funded by Global Affairs Canada, and featuring stories from all around the world. 
I'm your host, Abena Thomas. Thanks for listening.